What is going on, everybody? Welcome into Anti Up, Howard Bender and Adam Ronis. We're here from Fantasy Alarm on the Sawdust Podcast Network. What's going on, Ronis? How you doing today? Doing good, man. Just another day closer to the start of baseball season. Pretty excited for Thursday. I can't wait, dude. Opening day. I mean, every time I talk about opening day, I get little goosebumps on my arm. You know, it's like it's Passover for our, our Jewish brethren. So every time somebody mentions opening day, like all of a sudden, the, the door to my office, it just sw- swings wide open there. And, you know, it's like Moonlight Graham walks in and some other storied field of dreams ghosts uh, of baseball past. So I'm, dude, I'm, I'm pumped. I'm pumped. I'm more pumped, I got to be honest with you. So yesterday when we were talking, I was I was heading into this draft um, right afterwards. 11 teams. Um, I don't know why I didn't want to go to 12 teams. I kept telling them I could easily find somebody. No problem. He's like, no, I like 11 teams. I said, okay, your league. Um, $400 entry fee. Uh, first place, I think it's $2,300. Commission takes no rake. So, you know, go into this draft, dude. Are you ready? Are you sitting down? Are you sitting down, Adam? I'm jogging. Well, all right. You might want to uh, pull over and, and park your ass on, on, a, on a park bench here because I, this team is ridiculous. I wanted to send it to you. I was like, do I send it to him first so that he can see it? Or do I just get the natural reaction on the reveal? And so here you go. Um, you get the natural reaction of Adam Ronis. Um, uh, I waited on the catcher position and did not grab my first catcher until I think it was probably like the 14th or the 15th round is what it was. Let me, uh, let me just pull up the draft board itself here in case you have any questions. Um, first catcher for me. Oh, it was the 13th round, 13th round, Gary Sanchez. No, there goes your batting me. average. Yeah, terrible batting average, <laughs> but but power absolutely. Um, two catcher league: Gary Sanchez, Buster Posey, um, on the uh, in in the seventeenth round. That's where I went. Okay, right. You're 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 clearly not impressed. Clearly not impressed. I mean, it's okay. I've I've I think I took Posey in one or two leagues. It was just late. I've never been a big. Fan. I mean, all I would need him to do is hit 260, 270. I don't think the power is coming back, but he's fine as a number two catcher. Okay. All right. So, again, nothing crazy, nothing exciting. Uh, first base, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. I like him. You like him? Yeah, I didn't get him anywhere this year, but I could see him having a big year. He clearly just needs to hit the ball in the air. We know the talent is there. And uh, people are excited about him. I did see him go as high as second round in an NFBC main event. Um, yeah, second was uh, that, that that would have been a little too high for me, obviously. Fourth round here in this one, um, the usual spot. So I was happy. Let me just run through. I'm just going to run through my infield here. Vlad is at first. Ty France at second. Yoan Moncada at third. Bo Bichette at short. Uh, my middle infielder is Josh Rojas. Um, and my corner infielder is Matt Olson. Yeah, that's pretty damn good. You like that? Yep. Yeah, tasty. You'd go to war with that infield? No doubt. All right. <laughs> Here comes my outfield. You ready? We start five. 
Mike Trout, Austin Meadows, Luis Robert, Ramon Laureano, and until Andrew Vaughn gets outfield eligibility, Nick Senzel. Yeah, tough to get all those guys, man. I mean, were people just lost in the draft room? I think so, maybe. I mean, so I had the seventh pick overall. Mike Trout fell to me at seven. Um, it went Acuna, Tatis, Betts, Soto. Then the dude took Bieber. Then the guy right in front of me took DeGrom. Wow, Bieber ahead of DeGrom? I know, right? I think it's ridiculous too. But I've seen that. I've seen that in, in industry drafts as well. So, you know, happened Bieber to Bieber ahead homies. of DeGrom? I have not seen that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw it in a, um, oh, which was it? I'll have to dig it up. But no, I definitely saw it. It was one of the, might have been in one of the FSGA drafts. Well, that says a lot. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so there I was. I was sitting there and I was like, okay, it was like round six. And I'm like, why is Luis Roberts still sitting on the in board? In round here? six? In round six. Wow. I said, why? Dude, he goes sometimes late second round in the NFBC 15-team league. And yeah. at worst, he does not fall past round three. Yeah, yeah. So there he was in round Even six. 11-team league, you're talking like after pick 55. Yeah, I know. I, don't I know. Dude, I was just as blown away by some of the picks here. I was and, you, and, you took, and you took Vlad over Roberts? I'd take Robert. Um, I wasn't even like, I, in all honesty, it was really kind of funny. I just assumed that Robert was gone. I was like doing the draft and whatever. And I was like, ah, you know, I was like kind of playing. I was putting players in my queue and, you know, helping some other dude out, you know, and I uh, was doing another draft somewhere. And, you know, so I just kind of clicked on it. And when I like by the time I realized that Lewis Robert was still there, I was like, this is this has got to be a joke, right? Um, and but that's you know, the hardest challenge of going, at least for me, playing in like competitive and some high stakes, and then going. Well, I didn't, my home league is auction, so it's different. But and the GST kind of played more as close high to high stakes because I mean, there were still some bad picks, but people were taking their guys early, so it was a combination of. But I think if you like go from like NFBC or even a 15 team industry league like TGFBI, I mean, that's pretty, at least the league I was in, there was nothing crazy. It kind of mirrored the NFBC. And maybe that's because they had the NFBC ADPs in front of them. But to go to a home league, it's crazy because you just don't know what's going to happen. I mean, if I was sitting in that league, damn, I kind of wish I was in this now. $400, man. Release no, Robert, right? Man. Shit. Dude, so so wait, so it gets fine because I mean you're looking at I'm looking at the draft board here, and there are a couple of oddball picks that you wouldn't see in a in a in a in a higher stakes league. Not a higher like an industry league. Like more people wait on Maeda. Maeda went in the third round here. Kyle Hendricks went in the fourth round. Right? So this, you know, a couple of guys were just, you know, crazy valuing uh pitcher. Anthony Rizzo, somebody took Anthony Rizzo in round five. You know, and I was like, okay, that's, you know, that's, that's the big reach there. Um, but none of the other picks were really like that outlandish yet. So, you know, whatever. I was like, okay, uh, Lewis Robert there in, in the sixth round. And then uh, coming back to me in the seventh, I was like, really? 
Really? Nobody took Austin Meadows? All right, I'm going to take Austin Meadows, too. <laughs> and leave it at that. Man, you got um, so much speed, man. What's that? You got so much speed. I've got a ton of speed. Yeah. But I've also got great power. You know? I mean, I got I got power from Trout, from Vlad, um, Matt Olson. I'll get, you know, good power out of uh, Moncada, Gary Sanchez, Andrew Vaughn, Ty France. Like, you know, just kind of, it's right. Oh, CJ Crone. Jeez, man. <laughs> so wait, so I haven't even given you my pitching staff yet. <laughs> oh, I did make the move for Otani, by the way. And he took him in the I took him in the eighth. Okay. Oh, yeah. This is where he's one player, right? He's one player. It's daily roster moves. But on days that he pitches, because I hear now Otani is going to be batting as well, as, uh, you know, as well as pitching in his games. Like he's going to play two way. They're going to use uh, the, you know, he's going to sit in the DH spot while as the pitcher. Right. So then if you use him as a pitcher, you only get the pitching stats, right? Right, and if I okay. use him as a hitter, I only use the hitting stats. Yeah, Perfect. I mean, so he, did, he did get hammered on Monday night, dealt with a little bit of, of a blister, but he was in the lineup Tuesday. And his pitching this spring has been mixed. He's getting a lot of Ks, but he's walking a lot of guys. He gave up four home runs to the Dodgers. So, I mean, it's spring, but, yeah, I saw some highlights. He could not find the strike zone. He was all over the place. Yeah, so... You know, I mean, listen, if uh, if I have but to yeah, hold him. But yeah, this team, even if he sucks, it ain't going to kill you. So yeah. I would have done it. <laughs> no, I'll just use him as a utility guy. Yeah. Right? So so there I have that. So I did make the move for Otani. So he's he's here part of my pitching staff. <clears throat> my pitching staff, which is Trevor Bauer, Tyler Glasnow, Jesus Lazardo, Lance McCullers, Shohei Otani, Brady Singer. Jamison Tyone, uh, and I went Jordan Romano and Amir Garrett as uh, as my relievers. It saves plus holds, so I backed them up with uh, with uh, Adam Ottavino and TJ Antone. Yeah, I mean that's the weakness is the closers because both those guys might not have the job. I think they do, but that's it saves you... and holds. Saves yeah, and plus that's a. And that's something you could fix. And, you know, worst case scenario, you fucking trade someone for Liam Hendricks, you know? Exactly. Yeah, no, that's that's pretty ridiculous. Uh, I would love to know what the others were thinking in this league. I have no idea. No idea. I, also on my bench, like I said to you, Andrew Vaughn, uh, Jonathan India, and, uh, and Andres Jimenez. Yeah. I don't even know if you needed him, but that's a good trade chip. He gets off to a fast start, steals some bases. Hey, who's looking for steals? Right. Who needs speed? I've got power and speed to trade. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. <sighs> Dude, I was, I was, you know, I'm like literally. And so, you know, it's kind of funny. So I'm sitting here, you know, and the draft is going on. And, and I texted you the picture of the, uh, the hors d'oeuvres that my wife brought me. Right. Right. So no, no hassle, no, just finger food right there. But like, she was like, you know, why don't you just draft from your laptop in the house and, you know, and come inside and eat. And I was like, you know, 
I said, I got the music going. I got the draft room on one monitor. I've got the draft board on the other monitor. And I'm just kind of like in my zone. And I'm having one of those drafts that if I kind of screw around with my mojo here, I don't, I don't want to. So she was like, do you want me to bring you out anything to eat? And I was like, I can't do anything complicated. It has to be simple because the last time you brought me food was a, a salami and cheese plate. And that was like my downfall. And uh, and so she ended up like giving me uh, hors d'oeuvres for dinner. Little mini quiches, little mini pizzas and some pigs in a blanket. <laughs> yeah, you got to do what works best, man. Unflipping believable. Like, yeah. $400 entry fee. And this is the team that they let me walk away with. Yeah, I'd be feeling pretty good about that. I do feel pretty good about that. You sound you sound a little jealous, Adam. Are you jealous? Yes. I mean, there's a $400 entry fee, and that's the team coming away with. I mean, geez. Freaking Bauer and Glass now and Lizardo and McCullers. What the fuck? <laughs> it's nuts. And Otani and all that offense in there. It was it was crazy. I couldn't believe it. I could not believe it. Yeah. And I mean, I was like passing up guys. Like I had to like, you know, because I, I, I knew I was taking Otani, right? And you know, just figuring out the best place to do it. I uh I passed on uh Giancarlo Stanton, I passed on JD Martinez. Um, I mean, they were at good spots again to to give me a uh, really good value on them, but you know, I was like, ah, I don't want to like sit and struggle. Like, I actually feel like I, I made a bit of a mistake um, grabbing both Crone and Vaughn because with those guys and, and Otani, like Vaughn will get the outfield uh, eligibility, and then I can just plop him in there. Uh, so 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 as long as he's hitting. Right. But Crone, you know, he's either first base or corner for me uh, or it's the utility spot. So, you know, that that might be the uh, the uh, the trade chip. You know, Rockies are playing like 25 of their first 40 games or 38 to 40 games in Colorado to open the season. Like, I feel like if Crone hits 12 home runs in the month of April. Right. I'm just going to trade him for like a crazy good arm. Yeah, definitely can do that. And this guy has to face the Dodgers and Padres pitching a lot, too, on the road. That's why I'll take advantage of that nice little hot start in Colorado. Yeah. How about this? Three ex-Pirates, Glasnow, Tyone, and Austin Meadows. Yeah, rub it in the face of the Pirates fans, man. What could have been? And let's not forget, they also got rid of Garrett Cole. They did, yes, yes. But Garrett, Garrett, we Garrett all knew told, that that Glasnow Meadows trade was going to be a disaster for them, dude. All their deals have been a disaster for but them. That what one, if, especially, especially when you're going to the Tampa Bay organization with what they've done, that was easy to see. Yeah, and they didn't really give up a whole hell. Like, what did they give up? Chris Archer, <sighs> and they have him back. <laughs> and they got to the World Series last year, so. Chris Archer going to end up in this Tampa rotation, dude? Oh, my God. Yeah, I think they're talking also about, you know, tandems, and maybe he goes three, four innings. Maybe they have an opener that he goes. So, 
But yeah, and Michael Waka's had a good spring too, which is, as a Mets fan, kind of hard to see. But reports are that he's looked really good and his numbers have been good. So it is Tampa. We've seen what they do at pitching. So can't put anything past any of those guys producing. Yeah, I think I, I you know, it's so funny because I just, knowing what, what Waka, what happened to Waka in St. Louis and, and for the Mets, he, you know, nowhere near on my radar. It wasn't even like, thinking about it um and then i saw this uh, i saw this video i think it's um the fantasy scout girl i think is her name she does these videos on twitter she's really good you know uh, yeah like for somebody who's just starting out and just doing these videos but her her analysis is really on point and she did a video of uh of, of breaking down waka and his pitch mix and changes that the um that the Rays were making for him. And it like, it kind of made some sense. It kind of made some sense to the point where I was like, Hmm, Michael Walker, maybe, you know, like last round pick, maybe possible. I mean, he's definitely someone to keep an eye on. He actually got a good amount of strikeouts for the Mets last year and he didn't walk anyone. He just got crushed by the home run. His uh, Babbitt was 366. So the swing strike rate was actually the highest it has been since his rookie year. It was 11.3%. So there were some signs there um, but apparently the velocity is up here in the spring because um, I think that shoulder injury just really hurt him. Like he was throwing 95 at one point and then 93 is like what he's been averaging since. And that's a big difference in the major leagues now. Um, but, yeah, with Tampa Bay, what they do with pitchers, I, I would definitely keep an eye on him and, and see how he produces his first start or two. Yeah, just something that kind of kind of. Yeah. Keep on the radar. Nothing crazy. Nothing major. I mean, it was funny. I was talking to uh, was talking to Jim Bowden about that back into the rotation. He was like, "Yeah, you know, for the for the beginning of the year, maybe." He's like, "But he's like, I wouldn't be surprised if by the uh, mid season you have a totally different three, you know, three person back of the rotation for the Rays." He's like, "It'll start. You know, you'll have, um, you know, Glasnow. You'll have Yarbrough, but." You know, he started talking about like Justin Fleming and Shane McClanahan. Yeah, I'd expect to see Fleming up. They're pretty high on him. And, you know, guy doesn't get a lot of strikeouts, but excellent control. I took him in some draft champions leagues. So, yeah, I definitely expect to see him up. So, yeah, they will. I mean, especially with innings being a concern across the board, we'll definitely see a lot of turnover. And not only the Rays, but a lot of teams rotations this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, let's, I'll tell you what. Let's talk about some of those teams and some of their shaky rotations. Uh, but we'll pay some bills real quick first here, and we'll give a shout-out to our sponsor, uh, Monkey Knife Fight, the DFS site y'all should be playing on, and here's why. <laughs> Do you like to play daily fantasy sports? Then you need to check out monkeyknifefight.com. MonkeyKnifeFight.com is the fastest growing daily fantasy site in the world because MonkeyKnifeFight.com is different than the other daily fantasy sites. That's because on MonkeyKnifeFight.com, there are no salary caps and you don't have to play against sharks, which means anyone has a chance at winning, even you, Adam, even you. Uh, MonkeyKnifeFight.com has tons of fun daily contests in all the sports you love. Baseball, basketball, hockey, golf, UFC, NASCAR, WNBA, and eSports too. Monkey Knife Fight has it all. You know what else MonkeyKnifeFight.com has? How about a free $5 game for you for just for signing up? And if you use the promo code ANTIUP, 
One word, A-N-T-E-U-P. You will have your first deposit matched instantly up to 50 bucks. With a name like monkeyknifefight.com, you can be pretty certain you know what you're going to be getting when you sign up to play. Monkeys and knives and fights and sports. Sign up and play today at monkeyknifefight.com. Play, play MKFing win. State and age restrictions apply. See site for full terms and restrictions. So that's how we uh, pay the bills. All right, so let's talk shady rotations here, Adam. Let's talk about some of the teams that, you know, you're looking at the back end of that rotation, and it's uh, it's ugly. You don't, you don't know where to go with it. It's pretty much every team. Every Well, all right, so we'll go through it. The Angels, 100%, right? You got Griffin Canning, Jose Quintana, Alex Cobb. I don't know where you go with that one. Yeah, they're going to go with a six-man rotation to start. And they are with Shohei Otani. Absolutely. So Bundy, Otani, Heaney, Canning, Quintana, Alex Cobb. Uh, yeah. That back end is definitely uh, looking bleak. Um, any prospects on the horizon here for this team? I don't even know. The Angels? Nobody that I could think of. Chris Rodriguez is probably a, a guy to take a look at, but... I don't even know if he's even ready. I mean, they got um, Berea and Patrick Sandoval, who will probably be up at some point. I mean, Sandoval, I think, has some ability. But, yeah. I mean, I, those would probably be the next two guys up. Yeah. Avoid, avoid, avoid. Uh, Astros back of the rotation. Um, you know, you got Greinke, you got McCullers, Odorizzi. Um, then you got Urquidy, Javier, and Luis Garcia. Well, it looks like I think Belak is going to be the fifth starter to start the year, but Odorizzi should be good. I think I saw something today around April 13th is when they project him to be ready. Odorizzi? Yeah, because yeah, he's behind. April. He's behind. Somewhere, yeah, somewhere between the 8th and the 13th is what they were they pushed out there. And then, you know, they might get Framber Valdez back, although they're saying it's encouraging, but they still are not giving a timetable, so... Is that not the worst thing? Like the yeah. fact that we still don't know. Like I was debating whether or not to take him and stash him on my bench. You got two IL spots in this draft yesterday. And I was like, should I do that? You know, do I do I make that move? And and I saw the encouraging news, but <laughs> I still don't know if he's gonna end up uh, you know, where he's gonna end up. Yeah, it could be one month, two months, three months. We just don't know. So uh, yeah, I've I mean I remember in tout. At that point, they were saying season ending, and I think someone took them around, I don't know, 20 plus. And now I look back, I'm like, shit, I should have did it. But because what are you losing at that point? But I actually liked a lot of the guys I got after the 20th round. So I'm like, you know what? If these guys pan out, because I got Freddie Peralta, Josh Rojas, I got some good guys. So uh, hopefully it works out for me. But yeah, Framber, we, we did see, see him move up draft boards recently. We did. I just can't trust it without the timetable at all. Uh, we interrupt this discussion of the back end of crappy rotations by a uh, delicious trade offer that came in for me and another home league. Uh, do I want to give up Nick Solak for Matt Moore? No. What is this dude? High? Yeah. What the fuck? I mean, his team name is the Macro Dosers, so maybe he is. I mean, I did take Matt Moore in a league or two late just to say, see what happens because he had a pretty good spring. I did wind up dropping him in... Uh... What league did I drop him? 
was it TGFBI? No, maybe the oh the main event. I think I dropped him because needed a drop. And but yeah, um, and his first two starts are going to be against the Mets. Um, I'm not even going to counter this because why am I going to trade you Nick Solak anyway? When he's got this multi-position eligibility and he moves and grooves in my lineup so well. Yeah, I got a trade offer too. A guy offered me Jan Gomes for either Tony Gonsolin or, or Nady Ovaldi. Dude, why'd you draft four catchers? That's fine. <laughs> Just for that purpose right there to be able like, to dude, really? Like, come on, man. Uh, like, <laughs> I just don't get it. The, you know what the funny thing is? Is that obviously my preference would be to trade CJ Crone in this league, but Knowing what kind of power and everything I have, I wouldn't be averse to to trading Matt Olson, right? And and you know get a a better player back. Like I, you know, when when people are sitting there, like you drafted four catchers, and the catcher that you're really offering me is Jan fucking Gomes. I don't understand. I know one team also had four, but I think he went on auto because he messaged me. He's like, "Hey man, why do I have four catchers?" I'm like, "You went on auto." He's like, "No, I was." In the room, I think his because he let his nephew. He's basically letting his nephew do it, but he said he was in the room and his nephew went on auto. So does that mean he goes on auto? I go look. I don't know, but you were on auto. I saw it. We're in the middle of it. I can't sit here and have a discussion on this. You know, like <laughs> I saw it. He was on auto, and you could tell because like the auto keeps going up. I don't know how it works. Um, but even someone in the room was like, Hey, are you guys just challenging the robot or you guys really want this player? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so there were like two, two teams that came out with four catchers and it kind of screwed me because I was like, I'm not paying for catchers. Uh, I'm going to go with two $1 ones. So I got Trevino for one and Stallings for one. Cause I had to go that deep cause these guys, but you know, what's going to happen. They're going to drop. So Gomes might get dropped and I'll just pick them up. Yeah. I mean, again, it's like, but, you know, for the same token, also, if you've got four catchers, don't offer the shittiest one. Right. I'm sure his other catchers, I'm sure three of at least two of his other catchers are much better. He probably looks and it goes, oh, well, Gomes is an upgrade on the two guys he has. I looked at his rankings. He has Gomes higher. Dude, you got to. That's what people don't understand. They don't understand like supply, demand and all that shit. Like, oh, well, this is helping his team. No, it's not. Like, do you think I worry about catcher? Like, you look at my complete team, man. The catcher is not making a break of me, man. I can tell you that. Yeah, listen, I had that same attitude in, in last night's draft. I agree with you. I mean, you, I'm not making the move for real Mudo in the in the in the fifth round, right, or the fourth round, wherever he's going there. I'm not doing that. If I can get a catcher at a decent spot, okay, fine, but. I'm not going to push it because it's just it's not a position that really that that does a, a whole lot of production, you know. So I hear you. So I like that for you uh, to to turn that shit down. What's wrong with people? What's wrong with people? Um, all right, back ends of the rotation. The A's, Montas, Lizardo, Bassett, fine, Shamania. Dalton Jeffries. Dalton Jeffries having a good spring. Any thoughts on him? I don't know if he's the fifth guy. They haven't named him yet. Uh, Irvin also had a good spring. Um, Mike Fires will be back at some point. Yeah, a but he's, on, he's, he's already on the I.L. He's official. Yeah, but I'm saying he'll he'll be back at some point. I, I think you're going to see a lot of uh, 
movement in this rotation. And they got to watch innings for guys, too. So, but yeah, Jeffries had a good spring. Irvin had a good spring. And Puck is in the conversation, too. You know, he go, this might be a rotating spot, which I think you're going to see with a lot of teams. Yeah, I'm kind of going through. I'm like, all right, looking at the Blue Jays, you got Ryu, and then there's a whole mess afterwards. Yeah, because um, Pearson's on the injured list to start the year. Um, Matt's Matt, is terrible. Roark is whatever. That's the problem with this team, man. They have a great lineup, but, man, that pitching staff, they need to do better for them to contend. Yeah, you can't you can't win every game eight to six. I mean, I guess you can if you're Colorado, but well, not this year. Their offense no, no. is probably the worst I've seen in a while. It's really bad in Colorado. It's really bad in Colorado. Free Trevor story. Um, let's see. Yeah, Braves not bad. Freed Morton Soroka came back to to pitch today in a in a, in a minor league game, so he's inching closer and closer. Ian Anderson, and then Drew Smiley's the fifth. Yeah, no, they have a pretty good rotation. You know, Smiley's velocity was up last year, did a good job with the Giants, definitely small sample. I did take him, I think, in labor for a buck just to see. Um, I don't know how many innings they'll be getting out of him, but, yeah, I mean, and they have, uh, what, right in the minor leagues to start and Bryce Wilson. So Yeah, yeah Bryce have, Wilson had a good spring, too. Yeah, so – You'll see, you'll see movement from this team. Uh, well, a lot of teams. You know, you're gonna, I think you will see a lot of guys go on the injured list this year. I, I think it's probably easier to to find a, a to find a rotation that doesn't have any problems as opposed to one that you know. Because so far, everything everything has. I'm, I'm going through it right now. Cardinals, Cubs, Diamondbacks, they all got issues. You yeah. know, even you got the Dodgers, Kershaw, Bauer, Bueller. You got Julio Urias, Dustin May is right now. He was named the fifth starter there. That's about that's the like the deepest rotation we've talked about so far. Yeah, and they have Gonsolin and Price. And I think those guys are still gonna get 10 to 15 starts. I think the Dodgers are gonna do what they did two years ago. Oh, Walker Bueller, you, you your shoulder sore. All right, we're putting you on the injured list. Oh, Kershaw, you're back. You you felt the twinge. Okay, you're going on the injured list. Like any little thing that happens with these guys, they're not gonna mess around. They're gonna immediately put them. They, we saw them do it two years ago, and it makes sense. They're all about October and winning a World Series. Nothing else. They have to win the World Series. That's the bottom line for them, and they have the depth to be cautious. You know, other teams can't. You know, other teams, a couple guys go down. They're in trouble. I mean, I, I, I think the White Sox, this injury for him, and as I know it's one bat, but I, I think it hurts them. I think it hurts them as well. I mean, value-wise, yeah, I do. I agree. Um, all right, Giants. Ugh. <laughs> Forget it. I don't even want to talk about the Giants. Uh, let's see. Indians, Bieber, Plesak, Savali, Tristan McKenzie, Logan Allen. That's, uh, you know, listen, I think there's some upside to be had with Savali and Logan Allen. I'm still not sold on Tristan McKenzie, even though he gets the most hype out of the three. Yeah, I haven't drafted him anywhere. <laughs> I think there's definitely some concern with him. But look, Cleveland... I hate what they are doing, getting rid of guys, but they still have a solid team, man. Like, they're still going to be competitive. Like, I would not sleep on them. They got uh, – Class A was throwing 101, 102 miles per hour today. I still think he could close. I'm holding on to him in a main event. Um, mm -hmm. uh, you know, Whitgren, Karinchak at the back end of the pen. 
you, the starting pitching is solid, and I don't think the lineup's that bad. Eddie Rosario was a great signing. You still have Jose Ramirez, Framo Reyes. I think Josh Naylor could be good. Jimenez, Cesar Hernandez. For everything that they've done, they're still a solid team. They are. They need to get center field fixed. That's what. That's that's just it's just a spot that needs to get fixed. Looks like they're going with like Ben Gamble and Ahmed Rosario. Yeah, that's going to be a problem. That's horrible, dude. That's horrible. So, yeah, they need to fix center field uh, for sure. Just up the middle. Up the middle. Cesar Hernandez, yeah, okay, he's fine. But, I mean, is that a guy you want to go to war with? No. No. Um, Mariners, back into the rotation. Yeah, I mean, listen, you know, Marco Gonzalez, James Paxton, Yusei Kikuchi, Justice Sheffield, then there's uh, Justin Dunn and Chris Flexen. Logan Gilbert also on the horizon. Yeah. I really I, like Gilbert. I think this team could surprise because they're really kind of a rebuilding team where we're like, all right, the future. I wouldn't be surprised if they're better than we think. Uh, the bullpen has a lot of question marks. That that might be the problem. Um, Montero's not had a good spring. Expect him to close. That might be their undoing, but... They have some good bats here, man. Um, Hanniger is someone I don't have anywhere, but I, I kind of like him. I mean, he stayed healthy this spring, and he's always been productive when he's been healthy. Seager, solid France. Uh, Trammell won the job there. J.P. Crawford. And we know Kelnick will be up. Julio Rodriguez is another good prospect to have. So, uh, And that AOS to me is wide open. So I think they could be a little sneaky this year. I think they are going to be highly underestimated. I do. I agree with you. But, you know, for the same token, though, once, uh, you know, once they start falling out of it, they're going to start trading things, you know, yeah. pieces yeah. off. Like we're going to, you know, they'll shop Hanniger. They'll shop, you know, Kyle Seeger in a heartbeat. They'll shop Marco Gonzalez. So, um, all right, Mariners, Marlins. I mean, you know, again, I nice and deep here. You got Alcantara. Lopez, Eliezer Hernandez, Trevor Rogers, uh, Nick Nieder, uh, and then Sixto Sanchez is uh, is down in the minors right now. Yeah, no, I love this pitching staff. I, I think this team, I think their win total is like 72, 73. I would take the over. The only thing that concerns me is the NL East, but I think this team is going to be really tough, man. I, I do. With this pitching staff, it's a really good pitching staff. I mean, I have... I think I have, yeah, I have at least one Marlins starter in every team. I have Alcantara on a few. I have Trevor Rogers, I believe, in four or five leagues. Um, the only league I didn't get him with Fab is Labor, and that's because Craig Mish got him. And Mish has spoke very highly of him, said he's looked really good, thinks he might be the rookie of the year. So that's high praise. Um, I love Pablo Lopez. He had really one bad start against the Mets last year. That was it. He got hammered by them. Uh, Hernandez as well, working on a third pitch. Uh, yeah, I, I love this pitching staff, man, the starting staff. And, you know, the offense is not eye-popping, but they have enough to produce. I think if they were in a different division, like if they were in NL Central, I think they could win that division. But they're in NL East, man. They got to face the Braves, the Mets, the Phillies, the Nationals. I know the Nationals could be bad depending on – to me, the Nationals comes down to the health of Scherzer, Strasburg, and Corbin. If those guys are good, then they'll – They'll be solid because I, I think they have a, a good lineup as well. So they're just in a tough division, but I think the Marlins are are, are going to be a tough out. 
Yeah, I think they're going to be a tough out. I mean, you know, some some obvious weaknesses, but I mean, you know, guys like like Brian Anderson, Starling Marte, um, you know, they're 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 solid guys. They're not you know world beaters by any stretch of the imagination, but they are solid, and they can you know put together some offense. You need Corey Dickerson to you know improve a little bit more. I'm curious to see a lot of Jazz Chisholm this year. He's won the second base job. He's got some speed. Uh, I, I, you know, it's like, it's, it's kind of funny, man. I remember, geez, I think it was 2001, 2002. I don't remember what it was, uh, in a blind bid auction. And, uh, I was like, ah, you know, let me just, uh, let me throw a buck on the, uh, on the Marlins middle infield, you know, needed a shortstop, needed a second baseman threw a, just a dollar on Hanley Ramirez and Dan Ugla. And uh, got them both, and they were both ridiculous. So, you know, big shoes to fill, obviously, in the middle infield there. But Jazz Chisholm, uh, if you need stolen bases, you know, and it's, like, super late or whatever, if you're, like, you know, looking at waivers uh, and you need stolen bases, Chisholm might be an interesting uh, an interesting grab. Yeah, he went for some decent money over the weekend in, like, the NFBC and TGFBI. I did take him in a lot of draft champions leagues, Uh because he's got the dual eligibility, and I thought, all right, maybe he wins the job. And again, that's the benefit of drafting early. You were able to get him cheap. But there could be some growing pains because contact is going to be an issue. Uh, we saw 21 games at the major league level last year, 30.6% strikeout rate, and batted 161. Now it did come with a 200 batting average in balls of play, but that's the one thing. He could really hurt your batting average. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, listen, you know what? So could Miles Straw, who could steal 50 bases and uh, and kill your batting average, too. Not that Jazz Chisholm's going to steal you 50 bases. Miles no. Straw might. And the best part about Chaz Chisholm, or Jazz Chisholm, is yeah, there you go. I, I keep calling him Chaz Chisholm. <laughs> right? And I do it all the time. All the time. Jazz, if you're listening, Bubby, I love you. Sorry. Uh, I will I will send you a, a, a gift basket uh, via Craig Mish uh, of the Miami Herald. All right? He'll bring you something nice. Um, all right. Let's see. Rotations. We're back on rotations. Mets, DeGrom, Stroman. And then it's, ugh, I mean, Carrasco's, when's, what's Carrasco's timeline? When's he supposed to be back? Late May, early June. Late May, early June. That's a lot of patchwork with uh, hey, uh, Joey Lucchese, David Peterson, and Taiwan Walker. Yeah, and then hopefully Syndergaard comes back in June. So, you know, they're going to just have to hope to stay afloat and probably get contributions out of the bullpen. So, yeah, it, it could be a rough start for the for the Mets. Could be. Could be. Fortunately, Francisco Lindor is going to go 60-60 this year, and you're going to be super excited about that, and you're not going to have to worry about anything. I mean, the lineup is really good. I mean, there's really not a weakness in this lineup. Uh, it does, with no DH, though, the defense is hurt with Dom Smith in left and J.D. Mm-hmm. Davis at third. That, so that's not going to help. That that might hurt the uh, bottom-tier pitchers that are putting the, allowing more contact. So. It might become an issue for the Mets at some point. Probably. Probably. Yeah. I, you know, when I interviewed Sandy Alderson, um, you know, I was like, you know, are we looking at the possibility of Luis Guillaume 
you know, as like a, a late defensive replacement for J.D. Davis on a regular basis because that's going to hurt J.D. Davis's value. But Alderson hates his glove. And, uh, and you know, obviously, I mean, we were talking about Guillaume, uh, you know, and this is probably like, I don't know, a week, maybe two weeks after uh, after Guillaume's 22-pitch uh, at-bat against Jordan Hicks. So maybe that you know, there was still, you know, a lot of shine there. But, um, you know, J.D. Davis kind of uh, could lose some late-game at-bats for sure. Dom Smith, too. If they have a lead late, he's coming out and Pilar yep. or Almora is coming in. Yeah. Dangerous. Definitely dangerous. Um, but listen, I, I just I like it. I just I just I'm, I'm so in on Lindor. I even told my wife I was drafted with my wife the other day and uh, and she was like kind of trying to figure out she had the uh, the 10th pick. And she was like, ah, I don't know which way to go. I don't know which way to go. And I gave my endorsement for Lindor there. She was pretty psyched. Um, all right, Nationals. Yeah, Scherzer, Strasburg, Corbin. The back end of that, Lester and Ross. Meh, not really interested. I mean, Ross, I think Ross, if you're in like a deep, deep league, I think Ross could end up being a, a serviceable back end guy. Yeah, I think I took him in draft champions leagues. But yeah, Lester, I want no part of. No, me neither. Me neither. Although I tell you, when Lester is on the mound, I want all the stolen base shares against him over and over again. Baltimore means Harvey Zimmerman. Oh, gee, no, I'm just not even. Good. Yeah. I mean, when Matt Harvey is your two, like it's pretty much over. Yeah. I'm not touching that. Um, Padres solid Darvish Snell Lamette when he's healthy Musgrove and Paddock is the top five. Uh, Adrian Morehan, uh looking like the uh, the sixth man. And Mackenzie uh, t- Gore. They're, yeah, they're good, man. Well, yeah, Gore, Gore will be up later on in the season. Yeah, they're good. <laughs> they're, they're pretty loaded, and they'll make moves. Yeah. Uh, Phillies, Nola, Wheeler, Zach Eflin. Oh, look, it's my boy, Matt Moore. Who wouldn't I want to trade for him? Uh, and Chase Anderson. So right there, the back end that. I mean, I don't mind Eflin. I think he's got a he he's got some consideration. Um, still playing matchups with him, but more in Chase Anderson, I have zero interest in either guy. Well, Eflin better be good because I have him in a lot of leagues, so uh, I'm pretty tied to Eflin having success this year. Um, Matt Moore, I mean, I'm interested to see his first couple starts because he he got hammered in his last start, but he's been pretty good this spring. Coming over from was it Japan that he came that he was in last year? He's only thirty one. So um, I was watching Mr. Baseball the other day. I've never seen it. Tom Selleck. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> Big hit. Happy body. Damn. Damn. You're missing so much, Adam. I guess so much. I mean, it's not a great movie, not by any stretch of the imagination. But, you know, it's Tom Selleck going and playing in Japan. You're still not interested. Yeah, um, he, didn't, he didn't sell me yet. Uh, no, that's fine. That's fine. Don't have to sell you on that. Um, what were we talking? We were talking Matt Moore. Yeah. Um, why, are you te- why are you tethered so much to Eflin? What was it about him that you kept grabbing him? 
Uh, strikeout rate went up last year. Used the curveball a little bit more. It seemed to be more effective. Uh, gets keep the ball on the ground in that park. So again, it was just a, a smaller sample last year. Only 59 innings, but did see a boost in K's and uh, used the curve a little bit more. Seemed to work. So uh, you know, got him like 12, 13th, 14th round. Okay. All right. Okay, I got you. Uh, Pittsburgh, ooh, you. you know, JT Brubaker's having an okay spring. He's an interesting uh, guy to look at. But, I mean, Mitch Keller, good pedigree. But, I, I don't know, man. I just don't see anybody on Pittsburgh. This team's just pathetic. It's not even worth talking about. Beautiful. Uh, <laughs> same with Texas. I can't, I can't even look at Texas's pitching staff. Kyle Gibson's the number one. Arihara. Well, they brought in Fulton Avich. What could possibly go wrong there? Yeah, he got hammered today. Shocking. Shocking. Um, Jordan Lyles, it's never going to happen, people. It's never going to happen. Oh, but his underlying numbers, it's never going to happen. Ever. Tampa Bay, we went through already. Boston, uh, Erod with the uh, with the dead arm. Eovaldi. <laughs> Garrett Richards, Martin Perez, Nick Pavetta, Tanner Houck. I'm not touching anybody on this staff. Yeah, I'm interested to see if Pavetta can do anything. Oh, he can definitely do something. He can he can inflate your whip. He well, can, I'm not gonna have him in. Can, I, I think I might have him in a draft Champions League or two, but he's not anyone that's gonna be in my lineup early in the season. I'm just intrigued to see if being on a new team could maybe unleash something. So, just kind of interested to see how he can do. That's all. Nick Pavetta is like barely a good best ball guy. Like barely a good best ball guy. You know, I got a question. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, barely. Go to Cincinnati, Luis Castillo, Sonny Gray when he's healthy, Tyler Molly. Then you've got Wade Miley, Jeff Hoffman, and Mike Lorenzen as the uh, as the back end there. Uh, oh, TJ Antone, Jose De Leon is going to be the fifth starter to begin the year. Oh, did we did we lock in Jose De Leon? Yeah, Miley Hoffman De Leon. Miley Hoffman De Leon. Okay. All right. Any interest in De Leon? Lorenzen, I think Lorenzen might begin the year on the injured list. He's got a strained shoulder. Sonny Gray, obviously, back soreness, probably going to miss a couple starts. Yep, yep, yep. <clears throat> Any interest in the back end there at all? I mean, Molly? Does Molly do it for you? Yeah, yeah. I, I have him in a league or two. Um, so interested in him. And, uh, yeah, that's probably no Miley. Might have taken Hoffman in a DC, but that was really late. But not for any redraft conventional leagues. I picked up Jeff Hoffman for NL Labor. Yeah, I mean that's fine. Ugh. I feel dirty. I feel filthy. I feel like just even talking about it makes me need to take a shower. You can do that. Ugh. Ugh. Colorado. Herman Marquez, please let him be traded. Let him be traded. Free Herman. Hashtag free Herman. Uh, Freeland's hurt right now. Senzatella, John Gray, Austin Gomber, Chichi Gonzalez. Like, 
Gomber still needs time to develop. But the, the problem with any Rocky is that you can't start him at home. Nope. You cannot. Nope. Cannot do it. Do you remember when uh, when Fantasy Baseball Twitter uh, announced that Herman Marquez learned how to pitch at Coors? Yeah. And then if you look at his numbers, they have not been good. No, I know. I just like when Fantasy Baseball or Fantasy Football Twitter is just dead wrong. Dead wrong. It's like, guys, please stop trying to plant your flag somewhere where it just doesn't work. It's never going to happen. Colorado, <clears throat> humidor, new baseballs, whatever the case may be, it's not going to happen. <clears throat> um, Kansas City Royals, Brad Keller, Brady Singer, I like. Mike Miner, serviceable innings eater. Um and then you got Danny Duffy when he's healthy, Jacob Junis. When did they have the Urban Santana come into the picture picture here, huh? What the fuck? He's 38 years old. Irvin Santana. How desperate do you have to be, Adam? Irvin Santana. Yeah, I don't I don't think he's gonna be in the rotation, but maybe. Who knows? Um, I don't think he is. I don't think he is. I don't think he makes it. Um, any of the other Royals pitchers uh, tickle your fancy? Yeah, uh, Keller, Miner, and Singer. Keller, Miner, and Singer. Okay, so top three. Detroit. Cheap strikeouts for, for Matthew Boyd. Casey Mize, interesting. Tariq Skubal, possibly. Any of those guys uh, do it for you? Yeah, I've taken Boyd. He had 240 strikeouts two years ago, pitched through two injuries last year where you wonder how did he get through. You do have concern about the home runs and the whip, uh, but you know he can get you Ks, and he'll eat innings. Scoville is intriguing. Mize, got to see better control. Mize, definitely. If he he gets the command part down, I I like Mize. I think he's got good stuff. I'd be really interested to see uh, see what happens there, um, for sure. Um, all right, let's uh, White Sox, Gilito, Keiko, Lynn, yes. Cease, Rodon? I can't do Rodon. I've, I've I been... can, dude. I'm in on him. Are you? Yeah, dude. I've been taking him in all my leagues lately because he's he's changed his uh, delivery, his velocities up. Um, so I'm I'm taking the shot. It's late. He's had a great spring, man. Great spring. And he's one of these guys I was not on at all before the spring. And um, he's added a curveball to his arsenal. So, oh, yeah, I'm taking the shot. You know, late drafts, uh, you know, 26, 27th round. Um, I took him in GST. And did I take him in the NFBC main event? I think I might have. But, yeah, so I'm going to. Take the shot. You know, now he has four pitches, and uh, the spring has been phenomenal. So uh, I'm going to see how it goes. It might not work out, but that's the type of guy I'm taking late. That's the guy where the spring altered my opinion. Very interesting. And All right. Cease is a guy that I, I had a lot last year, and he wasn't good, man. His whip, he walked so many guys, but he's also at it. He struck out 11 today. So uh, I, I I might have him in some DCs. I don't know if I have him in any redrafts, but he's another guy. It, you know, certain pitchers, like, it's like one tweak away. Just change one thing. He's just got to throw more strikes, man, because I watched him quite a bit last year. And it was just so frustrating because he'd get to so many full counts, walk guys, pitch counts are up. Um, but 
you know, we saw what they did with Giolito. They unlocked him. I'm not saying that's going to be the same, but he had 11 Ks over five and a third innings today. He's going to start the fourth game, I believe, Sunday night against uh, Otani on ESPN. So uh, it's another guy that I would consider late. Um, this, this could be a real good rotation, especially if Cease and Rowe don't work out. All right. Interesting. I'll have to take a closer look at Rodon. Obviously, still available in a number of leagues, so I'll check it out. Uh, and I don't. I can. Can you take off your your biased uh, fantasy analyst hat and put on your unbiased fantasy baseball hat and uh, and talk Yankees pitching? Oh yeah, no. I like. Obviously, I have Cole in several leagues, a couple leagues. I think my home league in TGFBI. I like him a lot. Uh, I have Tyon in labor. Uh, obviously, he's not gonna. They're gonna skip him first time around. I have Kluber and TGFBI. Um, I don't have Domingo Homeron anyway. I put in a bid for him in labor. He wasn't drafted. Remember, that's 12-team mixed and lost. And I actually have Jordan Monk. Dude, I'm in a whole, in the league. Well, I don't know. There's Yankee fans in there. Um, it's I don't want to say it's New York-based because we do the auction online. So I don't know how many people are exactly in New York. Maybe half. How the hell did I get Jordan Montgomery for $3? I don't know. I don't get it. I, I like Montgomery. So I actually, yeah, that's crazy. Damn. So I don't know if I have Herman maybe in a DC. I don't have an air redraft, but I have at least one Yankee pitcher of those four across league. So yeah, I, like I said, I don't, I'm not, I'm about winning. If I think the pitcher is good or the player is good, I'm taking them. I mean, what other Yankees do I have? I, I stand, I got early for really cheap. I think in one DC, like around 11 or 12, like he was down. I have a lot of Aaron Hicks, especially in OBP and tout. Uh, Glaber, I have. I do have Sanchez at a DC. Um, but yeah, so I have I have quite a few Yankees. All right, good job. Well, welcome, welcome to Pinstripe Heaven. No, relax. Let's not take it. No, 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 dude. It's okay. Don't, don't. You don't have to deny it. You don't have to deny it, Adam. Your your secret's safe with me. Yeah, okay. I, I won't tell anybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Excuse me while I go uh, take the stairs to the roof. <laughs> Shout it out. All right. Well, there we go. So a little breakdown, some back ends of the rotation, some names that you might want to keep an eye out on. And uh, if you're uh, if you're doing waivers, uh, you know, tomorrow night before the season starts or if you're just doing it on Sunday, a couple of names to keep in mind, especially if you're looking for some some pitching depth. So. All right, that's going to do it for us here today. Uh, Adam, any uh, any parting shots you want to take? Nah, man, I'm just excited that we're almost here. And uh, looks like Gonzaga is going to go to the Final Four. They're up 20 with three and a half left. Yeah, yep, 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 yep. So much for that uh, USC and the, uh, and the points. <laughs> Brutal. Brutal. All right. Well, there we go. So then uh, that'll do it for us here tonight on Annie Up. Big thanks to all you guys for tuning in. And uh, for Adam Ronis, I'm Howard Bender. We'll catch you next time.